from the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 86. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to the Mystic Show. I'm Chris Curran, your host. And I'm happy that you're here to join me on the Mystic Show. This is the show where we talk about spirituality and meditation, mindfulness, character formation, a lot of personal development. A lot of the things that are unseen and otherworldly. But we also like to tie it into the practical, into your everyday life. So we can, we can talk about, you know, these super high topics, these esoteric topics, which we love. And then we can also make use of them in our lives. And we can make changes to ourselves to live a better life. Yeah, rather than just sit on a couch and read books, we can actually read books and do something about it and help ourselves and help others. So we broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream. And then we archive every show as a podcast in three different places, actually. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, which is a very cool app, and now it's in the dashboards of a lot of cars as well, Stitcher. It's a podcast directory, and, and you can also stream live radio there as well. You can get the Fractal Stream on Stitcher, actually. And, of course, all of our archive shows are on our website, themysticshow.net. You can find all our social media links as well, themysticshow.net. And again, thanks to our sponsor, Pause Your Life. The Pause Your Life organization just started a meetup in Manhattan. Yes, congratulations. There's already, uh, I think, about 20 people joined the meetup already in like one day. So that's a good sign. And um, Pulse Your Life is also having their spring retreat May 2nd through the 4th this year. So you can find a lot more information at pauseyourlife.org. Pauseyourlife.org. And uh, there are a lot of cool blog posts there as well. A lot of reading material, good stuff on that site. All right, so we're... We're actually, I, I want to start by finishing this section of, uh, of the book we're reading. And of course, we're reading from James Allen's book called From Poverty to Power. And we're reading from the third section, which is titled The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. And uh, it's taken us three episodes so far to get three quarters of the way through this section. And today we're going to finish it. So this is the last part of The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. And uh, this has been a, an incredible section of the book. And also, it, this is just a great book. I mean, uh, 
how how often can I say how much I admire and appreciate James Allen's writing? I mean, it's just beyond. There's just some power in it that it's so true, right? You just read, you hear some of these sentences and you say, wow, that is just true. <laughs> like something deep inside of you just knows it. And, you know, anyway, so you don't need people like me <laughs> telling you that it's great and that it's true because you know already. All right, so let's continue reading and then we'll just discuss it for a bit. Um, again, this is finishing up the section called The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. And I should also just mention real quick that um, he's, he's talking about wealth people who have wealth or people who don't have wealth <clears throat> and uh, and how that affects their 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 journey so here we go but the rich as well as the poor have their undesirable conditions and are frequently farther removed from happiness than the poor and here we see how happiness depends not upon outward aids or possessions, but upon the inward life. Perhaps you are an employer, and you have an endless trouble with those whom you employ. And when you do get good and faithful servants, they quickly leave you. As a result, you are beginning to lose or have completely lost your faith in human nature. You try to remedy matters by giving better wages and by allowing certain liberties, yet matters remain unaltered. Let me advise you, the secret of all your trouble is not in your servants, it is in yourself. And if you look within with a humble and sincere desire to discover and eradicate your error, you will, sooner or later, find the origin of all your unhappiness. It may be some selfish desire, or lurking suspicion, or unkind attitude of mind, which sends out its poison upon those about you, and reacts upon yourself even though you may not show it in your manner or speech. Think of your servants with kindness. Consider their happiness and comfort. And never demand of them that extremity of service which you yourself would not care to perform were you in their place. Rare and beautiful is that humility of soul by which a servant entirely forgets himself in his master's good. But far rarer and beautiful with a divine beauty is that nobility of soul by which a man, forgetting his own happiness, seeks the happiness of those who are under his authority and who depend upon him for their bodily sustenance. And such a man's happiness is increased tenfold. Nor does he need to complain of those whom he employs. Said a well-known 
an extensive employer of labor who never needs to dismiss an employee, quote, I have always had the happiest relations with my work people. If you ask me how it is to be accounted for, I can only say that it has been my aim from the first to do to them as I would wish to be done by. End quote. Herein lies the secret by which all desirable conditions are secured, and all that are undesirable are overcome. Do you say that you are lonely and unloved, and have not a friend in the world? Then I pray you, for the sake of your own happiness, blame nobody but yourself. Be friendly toward others, and friends will soon flock round you. Make yourself pure and lovable, and you will be loved by all. Whatever conditions are rendering your life burdensome, you may pass out of and beyond them by developing and utilizing within you the transforming power of self-purification and self-conquest. Be it the poverty which galls, and remember that the poverty upon which I have been dilating is that poverty which is the source of misery, and not that voluntary poverty which is the glory of emancipated souls. Or the riches which burden, or the many misfortunes, griefs, and annoyances which form the dark background in the web of life. You may overcome them by overcoming the selfish elements within which give them life. It matters not that by the unfailing law there are past thoughts and acts to work out and to atone for, as, by the same law, we are setting in motion, during every moment of our life, fresh thoughts and acts, and we have the power to make them good or ill. Nor does it follow that if a man, reaping what he has sown, must lose money or forfeit position, that he must also lose his fortitude or forfeit his uprightness. And it is in these that his wealth and power and happiness are to be found. He who clings to self is his own enemy and is surrounded by enemies. He who relinquishes self is his own savior and is surrounded by friends like a protecting belt. Before the divine radiance of a pure heart, all darkness vanishes and all clouds melt away. And he who has conquered self has conquered the universe. Come then out of your poverty Come out of your pain. Come out of your troubles and sighings and complainings and heartaches and loneliness 
by coming out of yourself. Let the old tattered garment of your petty selfishness fall from you and put on the new garment of universal love. You will then realize the inward heaven and it will be reflected in all your outward life. He who sets his foot firmly upon the path of self-conquest, who walks aided by the staff of faith, the highway of self-sacrifice, will assuredly achieve the highest prosperity and will reap abounding and enduring joy and bliss. All right, we will take a quick break here on The Mystic Show so we can ponder that. Okay, welcome back to The Mystic Show, everyone. Thanks to Douglas Irvine for that musical interlude. Uh, Douglas Irvine, thats it's a song or a track called Procession at Thebes, and it's from the album Ambient Egypt. So thats it's all Egyptian-sounding music, and it was even played with uh, some ancient instruments that they had found in the in some of these tombs and whatnot. Uh, They actually, you know, you know, used those instruments on uh, some of those recordings on his album. So thanks to Douglas Irvine. And welcome back to The Mystic Show, where we discuss the unseen and otherworldly. We broadcast live every weekday, 8 a.m. on the Fractal Stream. And we archive the shows as podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website, themysticshow.net. Themysticshow.net, all kinds of good stuff there. So, that was awesome, right? We finished up this section of our James Allen book. The section was called The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. And I guess if, if I had to sum up this whole section, I mean, really his main point it's very the generalized main point 
is that the root of all of our undesirable conditions is within ourselves. That by our character flaws, we're actually creating these undesirable conditions. And if we try to change the condition outside of ourselves without changing ourselves, that doesn't work. It might work for a very short time, but it's just going to revert back to what it was. So his, his repeated suggestion is go inside and, you know, make changes within yourself. Find what it is in yourself that's causing these problems. I mean, that's really, that's real personal development, right? That's you taking responsibility for yourself and saying, hey, I know this, the root of all this is within me. I'm going to find out what it is. And he talks about employees and employers and all this kind of thing. And I think it's true for any relationship in our life that the attitude you bring to the relationship really colors the relationship. That's it. It's that simple. Um, and so I wanted to read, reread this line. This is my favorite line of the day for sure, but maybe for the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. I don't know if you caught this when I read it the first time. You probably did. I tried to read it slow and to emphasize it. Uh, okay. Let the old tattered garment of your petty selfishness fall from you and put on the new garment of universal love. Right? I love that. such a great visual. Like all this junk that, well, I'll say you, all this junk that you are carrying around, you can just let it fall from you. Just let it, like a, like a tattered garment, just let it fall to the ground <laughs> and put on a new garment. Wrap yourself in a new garment of universal love. Right? Isn't that such a cool analogy and a, and, a, and a great visual, I think. And, and he also says that this inner attitude we each of us has really leads to um, the highest prosperity. And by the highest prosperity, he says, um, abounding and enduring joy and bliss. So, I mean, these are, okay, joy and bliss. Those are, I mean, can you see them? Can you hold them in your hand? Of course not. So they are, there are subtle things or states or conditions. And um, so those are, those are spiritual conditions. I mean, of course, anybody can feel, when, when a human being feels joy, it's just joy. It's, it's pervading their being and they feel it. Um, but, I, but going inside and making these changes and, and uh, becoming a better person, right? Um, you can create that joy and bliss on a more long-term scale. I mean, in modern day life on earth, it's, we have these little mini pleasures, right? Like these, 
little tiny things that are pleasurable, like, you know, having a nice coffee from Starbucks or from wherever, uh, or having a nice meal or, you know, once every few weeks or once a month or once a week going out to the movies and, you know, sitting there and being entertained. I mean, there's a lot of modern amenities that are very pleasurable, you know, a home theater system where you can, you know, or, or a nice computer or with an internet connection, you can watch videos and all these things, right? Um, a lot of it's pleasurable, but it's not long-term pleasure or joy or bliss, right? It's, it's okay. It's nice while you're doing it. And then when it's over, when the movie's over, you know, back to real life. (laughs) So, just keep in mind that the, what James Allen is talking about and what the Mystic Show really talks about is is a far more long-term benefit, right? By changing and becoming a more spiritual person, and f- you'll gain in the long run. And that might even mean at the moment of death or after death. I mean, possibly a lot of the a lot of the work we're doing here right now, we might not see the fruit of all of this work until until we're on the next level, whatever that is. But I think when we get to that next level, if you have put in effort here, um, I think it'll make a big difference over there. I mean, that's what that's what the great spiritual guides tell us, all of them. That's what they all tell us. You know, are they all wrong? <laughs> I don't think so. All right, so let's uh, let's change gears here and uh, let's let's go back to our other book for a moment. Our other book called 365 Dao: Daily Meditations by Deng Ming Dao. And um, oh, by the way, before I read this little piece, I just want to mention that I bought this book by Stuart Wilde, and it's called Plum Red. And the subtitle is Taoist Tales of Old China. And it's a really nice-looking book. Um, it, I think it's the last book that Stuart Wilde published before he passed away, I think, in 2011. And I have read the first couple short stories. They're like little short stories. Uh, really nice. I read the first two. Really great. And I wanted, on, on the show here, I wanted to uh, summarize these stories. You know, maybe summer, maybe summer, tell a little story once every day or every other day on the show. And then I sort of started making some notes to do that. And then I realized that the way he's written these stories... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it justice. They're written so nicely and so precisely and it takes you through the whole journey when you read it that if it's just me, you know, yapping about it for a few minutes, um, I I don't know if it'll have the impact. So I'm trying to figure that out. I'll see if I can do that, if it makes sense. I mean, I know it wouldn't be bad. I mean, I I know I could probably do an okay job, but, um, you know, I want to make it really helpful for you, the listener, rather than just, you know, try to tell a story, try to tell someone else's story and, and not do a good job doing it. So, but this book, 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, this one's great because it has a passage for every single day of the year. 
and we're actually going to read today's passage. Uh, It's very short. It's called Opposites. Yes, Opposites. Mm -hmm. The... The uh, an attribute of physical existence, opposites. I mean, I think it's only when we're incarnated as a human that we encounter opposites. I think in the spirit world or whatever the next level is, I, I don't know if there's opposites. Maybe there is. I don't know. But certainly here on earth, there's opposites. And well, let's read this and then discuss it. But I think Transcending opposites is is a spiritual achievement, actually, because we get caught up in opposites, right? We get caught up arguing, this is right, no, that's wrong, and, you know, everything. We get caught up with opposites, and it that distracts us from our real focus, which should be the divine, right? Which has no opposites. All right, so let's read this. It's called Opposites. Before emptying, there must be fullness. Before shrinking, there must be expanding. Before falling, there must be ascent. To destroy something, lead it to its extreme. To preserve something, keep to the middle. Although we speak of opposites, They are not truly antagonistic elements. All opposites are part of the same entity. Like a two-headed snake, opposites are two parts of the same whole. They define one another, as black defines white. They alternate with one another, as war alternates with peace. Whenever any phenomenon reaches its extreme, it will change towards its opposite, just as the darkest night begins to change toward dawn, and the coldest winter is followed by glorious spring. Therefore, anything that one wishes to destroy need only be led to its extreme, or crushed while it is just appearing. For example, the two easiest times to destroy a tree are when it is so tall that it is about to topple or so young that it can be easily uprooted. The same principle holds if one wishes to nurture something. You can prevent its destruction by bringing it close to, but not over, its apex. You can take a branch from an old tree and graft it. This is the wisdom of the middle ground. Followers of Tao change a situation when it reaches its apex. By joining their efforts to a new situation that is just budding, They attain perpetuity. And there you have it. That is called opposites and... Right? 
all opposites are part of the same entity. I love that. It's just a spectrum, right? On one side of the spectrum is black. The other side is white. In between is all different things. So it's one spectrum. And you can't have one without the other, right? That's so obvious. You can't have black without white. Or you can't have... Um, you can't have a coin with one face, right? A coin has to have two sides, just like a stick has to have two ends. You can't have a stick with one end. You want to fry your brain a little bit? Try to think about that. Imagine a stick with one end, (laughs) only one end. So, and like I said before, I think part of spirituality is is learning to look past these opposites. Okay, so there's the spectrum and the opposites are at either side, but what's beyond that? Because true divinity is beyond all these things. It's beyond black, beyond white, beyond the spectrum of black and white, beyond the idea of the spectrum of black and white, right? We have to keep looking further and further, deeper and deeper into spirituality. And um, and that's how we... Avoid being caught up in in mundane or superficial webs, right? So I hope some of these ideas are helpful to you. I hope you have a great day today, staying in a good vibration. Maybe write down some notes if you have any ideas of your own, right? And it never hurts to smile at other people. Just don't freak them out too much. (laughs) It's okay to interrupt their pattern, though, you know? So, I wish you a great day and a great weekend. And uh, as always, keep shining. Keep shining.